Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Yes, we do. Yes, let's, we do. Let's do it from Sadie's, everyone. Everyone, everyone, come to Sadie's. Let's do it. Everyone, just like, just like, um, just like Tiger Woods used to. He used to just do it. We're warming up the patio out here for all the happy hour rush. Friends Can I tell you what? It doesn't need us warming no. it up. It is warm out here. This is nice. These heaters work. Friends of the show, A. Marie Castillo, back at the studio. We are. We're not in our. Sadie's has moved us to the patio. I don't oh. know if it's a promotion or a demotion, mm-hmm. but we, uh, but yeah, the nighttime crowd is going to enjoy us being loud. It's going to be good. I think it's always Come have a, your happy hour with the boys. I appreciate that you always make a positive out of it. What's what's the other option? Some people are negative. The truth. Well, it's you. You're the negative one. I'm we not are, negative. We're incredibly. Okay, that's what someone who's negative would say. Mm-hmm. Van and I are the yes and game, and you're the no but game. That's mm-hmm. not true at all. Uh, just did it. You did it just again, right there. You, you guys, don't, you don't, you guys start, don't see me outside this doing it. two or three hours. You have no idea what goes on outside these two or three hours <laughs> I, in my life. Neither, neither do the listeners. That's the crazy part. It's almost like the most important two or three hours are the worst ones for you. Hmm. These listeners. <laughs> yes. Okay. Also, speaking of positive spins, New England put one out today. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are expected to, uh, well, they did part ways. There was like a whole thing. So that is the, that's it. That uh, Nine Super Bowls or whatever, nine appearances, six winners, 24 seasons, three of the biggest personalities in the history of football, figuring it out for two decades. Uh, just unreal. Check is out. Mike Vrabel is in. Allegedly, um, put him and Nick Saban on a podcast. Please, like immediately. Or now, hear me out. Two grumpy old men, and a they three... live quietly together in a New Jersey suburb. Yes, you're on to something right now. <laughs> Let me finish that thought. <laughs> Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick. They take over a UFL team, and we have a following their exploits yeah like you said grumpy old men style it is gold it would be the best television program in the history of square stuff and it's all just guest appearances so like one episode is boomer esiason and 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 you're like why mm. why boomer why is he still here we're hey i no punchline here okay ready we're in a new era there is a new era in football as of this is not what we've known. I think Bill Belichick was kind of clinging on to the hope that it wasn't over, over. Yeah. Because he doesn't know anything else. 24 years. 
you do the same thing for 24 years, you're not going to want to give that up unless you're Leonardo DiCaprio. Besides that, yes. besides him, if you're in the, into something for 24 years, you stick with it. You're into it. You're in it for the long haul. If he was really at he would have done it the same day as Pete Carroll and Nick Saban because that would have been epic. But, no, he waited one more day. He had to make it about him and take all the shine from his friends, Hold on, Pete and Nick. You think it's 24 years for 24 hours? You think that's what he thought was important? Because, no, he didn't care about that at all. He actually hasn't cared about any of it, why it's happening. It's only in hindsight and, and retrospective is Bill Belichick going to be able to look back and of the monumental success never seen in this industry before by an individual with that job title of all time. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. And I don't know if he knows how to experience happiness. The only time he smiles is for like two and a half seconds after he wins the Super Bowl. And then he goes back to being a pissed off old curmudgeon immediately. I've seen him be happy with his grandkids. And that's about it. It's a work. Yeah, he's pretending. It's a full work. He's pretending for his kids. He doesn't. He's not going to tell his wonderful daughters or sons because I don't know which one's which. I hate your kids because you know he does. Because he's had Tom Brady for twenty years. Yeah. He's like, my children, my grandchildren will never mean as much to me as Tom Brady did. You guys are losers. <laughs> I need more Tom Brady's. There's not a single Tom Brady in my. So- He's the best one. You people don't equal up. I don't think you're wrong, but here's why I think you're not. He does think all that. Here's why he doesn't say it, though. Because in about two weeks, Arthur Blank is going to hire him as the head coach of the Falcons. He's going to get so many offers. He's going to get so many offers. Every team that doesn't want Jim Harbaugh is calling Bill Belichick already. At the, the second, his press conference... He's got to go through, like, 40 text messages. Mm -hmm. Like, two, like, one from each general manager, one from each owner of every team that has a job or is considering firing somebody. He's like, Bill, you in? Bill. Lunch? Bill. Zoom? Bill. Happy hour? Bill. Uh, Illuminati lizard meeting? Like, something. The only only person not texting him is uh, Brian Flores. Yeah, duh. Uh, Duh. Yeah. I don't think he said... Yeah. Not going to reach out because um, of past experiences. Do you think, you think he texts back when Eli Manning texts him? Yes. He's like, hey, hey uh, Janice, Eli, Eli texts me again. He keeps, Eli keeps rubbing it in. It's, it's been over a decade, Eli. Like, I wish, I wish, just let me have this day. This is a, a it's, it's a penultimate day in the, in the career of what some people consider the greatest coach in the history of football and, to say it's 17 and 0. I, I, I think for the longest I had an idea that he was going out feet first. Like, I thought for sure the only way Bill Belichick was not New England Patriots, whatever, was because he died on the job mm-hmm. and then was removed from the job. Yeah. He has been an NFL head coach longer than I have been in professional talk radio. I don't radio without bill belichick if we go back what was his first job 
like with the Browns? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Not first head coaching job. Oh, like like all time ever? Doesn't he it talk could, about being it? It could be longer than you were alive. Wasn't he an army or something? Isn't that like part of the story? Mm, let's see. I might not be right in that, but I think he began his coaching career in nineteen seventy five. Baltimore Colts. Okay. Uh, he made 20- so his career predates Van by seven years. He uh, <laughs> took a twenty-five dollar a week job as an assistant. What adding on to you? He made twenty-five dollars a week, Van. That's like a hundred and twenty grand now. <laughs> they were paying him very well. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. You just gave a kid that much money. Yeah, I'm real. The people of New England, Bostonians, because mm. they're losers now. Uh. And they're not of the personality type where they can be losers. They don't know how to handle that. Mm. Right. They, they're only front they, runners. They desperately need their sports teams to be relevant. For their identity. To distract them from their lives. Yeah. Did, and Did you guys weather. hear Correct. Robert Kraft's quote about that today? About the fans? Quote, unquote, parting ways. That's a very nice way to put it, parting ways. Um, it seems amicable. Yeah. Do you guys uh, want me to read it to you? Because he mentions the fans. Sure. Yeah, go crazy. Uh, he's Today I learned Amory can read. Uh, I that can. is awesome. Kind that of. Is fantastic. <laughs> I lost it. I just lost a $20 bet to myself. Oh. Uh, Robert Kraft said, well, the last three years have been pretty tough, and I know for our dedicated fans and myself and in life, I just have learned things happen. Our family is the custodian of this asset, the New England Patriots. We know how important it is to the psyche of the community and what's gone on here the last three three years. Four years isn't what we want. We have a responsibility to do what we can to fix to be the best of our ability. That was him on Parting Ways with Bill Belichick. That's not very good. I know. Yeah. I thought he could have done, I mean, he could have, I'm sure he could have got a writer to write him something. Yeah, what happened to Kraft? Thought he was a, a good wordsmith. Yeah, so I'm saying this wasn't that great. Was his massage therapist <laughs> not taking appointments this morning? He seems kind of rushed. Seems a little tight. I don't think I hate the press conference. It was at, what was that, 10 o'clock today, I guess? So it was fine. I mean, you go up there, you say the right things, you... It's fine. Hey, lead with a joke. No one expected Bill Belichick to lead with a joke. The on Tebow thing? Yeah. But did you see the Tebow joke, Amory? No, I'll have to look it up. So he opened and he says, quote, I haven't seen this many cameras since we signed Tebow. Okay. That's okay. good. That's, that's, good. A, that's, a solid, right. that's a solid six. And, and everyone, every New England fan is like, now you have personality? Like, huh. Also, bring out the name of Tebow is going to help with your Google search. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, smart. Super good. That. Oh, yeah, we had Tebow. Where's the first place he's seen? Is it like Hawaiian shirt on a beach somewhere, or is it like at an Arby's? I don't know what his kink is. Like, football is his kink. Like, does he go straight to a sports bar and, like, sit in the dark corner and, like, wait for some old fogey to talk to him? Like, he's wearing, like, Groucho Mark, fake mustache and sunglasses, and like sitting in the corner, like uh, some of the three-four zone, please, like please somebody talk to me about about the legacy of 
of Mike Vrabel. Like, please, somebody, please ask me like what 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 type of guy Rob Gronkowski was. I haven't talked about football in 36 hours. I'm going insane. Something like that is what I assume. Just change the game, though. You know, it's not even everything on the field. It's like, um, you know, quote unquote, the hoodie. You know, like it used to be a different game. Things were different. Like how you built a tree was different. And what ended up happening to Bill Belichick, at least late in his career, is all of his guys kept leaving. He had tricked for the longest time your Romeo Cornells and your Charlie Weisses and all these guys into sticking around forever. But now everyone gets good and they just leave. Yeah. The, the the quarterback, what's the cast name? Jones? So Mac Jones in his first year, you're like, okay, this guy pace level of rookie. This guy is going to get votes at the end of the year. This mm-hmm. guy took his team to the playoffs. This guy is going to be in the right. And then your coordinator leaves, and now you're using two of them or whatever they were doing, Matt Patricia and whoever else or whatever. And then you end up from there getting a real stall in Mac Jones. And because of that stall, the Patriots just collapse. And I and there was no one there to help. And Bill Belichick's a really good coach. You talked about those texts. He's going to get really good coaching opportunities. He's going to get zero front office opportunities. Dude can't draft. He didn't bring in any talent from the draft ellipses ever. It seems like maybe five-ish years ago, maybe as far back as eight-ish years ago, he kind of lost his draft mojo. Yeah. Because when they had that run, no one was better at plucking gems in the late rounds than the Patriots. They had so many role players that they got for pennies on the dollar. Like some of their first-round picks were a lot of busts. He missed a lot of those big picks. But all of his, like, third through seventh rounders, and again, Tom Brady notwithstanding, he doesn't count. But, like, all these role players that you know from all these championship teams, these are all late-round role-play guys that bought into the system, and he turned them into stars. So I think he lost his mojo the past five years or so. And, like, Matt Jones' first year, when he looked good, NFL quarterback because that was the remnants of the Patriots dynasty just hanging on for like one more year and then the the Mac Jones you've seen the last two years is what he actually is and Bill Belichick what you're seeing is what he actually is now even though he's a legend dinosaur isn't fair because he's that absolute legend but the game's passed him by this is a Mike McDaniel league now this isn't a Bill Belichick the youth this is a matt lafleur this is a sean mcveigh league now the young bucks it's time for the next generation and you've seen that front and center the last 48 hours that pete carroll even though he didn't want to go nick saban we don't even know that story yet bill belichick i seriously doubt that was amicable he's out so like maybe like this is the signal that like hey fly that flag that this is a new day We're seeing this with three legends, like legit Hall of Fame caliber coaches, all gone in two days. Let's continue the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, eventually Mike Vrabel conversation where we get back. We are live at Sadie's over on Ford. Come hang out with the boys. We also got a fun interview today. I sat down with WWE Ricochet earlier, WWE superstar, talked about the upcoming event at the Rio Rancho Event Center this Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Live from the Rio Rancho events 
Center tomorrow as we are going to do the radio program up until the start of Monster Trucks, man. Yeah, yeah we're going baby. to see Monster Truck tomorrow night. So thank you to all the friends of the show who are going to make an effort to come out with us. It's two men on. And how I totally blew the whole thing. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Live at Sadie's. It's my understanding that the uh, Lady Lobos got a big win last night over the Utah State Aggies. Ooh. We hate the Aggies. We don't care where they're from. There was a wild quarter where the Lobos didn't score 10 points. Kind of teased them a little bit. Hey, no, you, you, you're fine. You could compete. You got this. It was crazy. In the second quarter, they scored nine points. What? Psychological warfare. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. I don't, I don't believe that's what that is. The game isn't just played with your athletic prowess, Fred. This is also a living chess match between two coaches, two, two masterminds, if you will. Who coaches the Utah State women's Aggies basketball team? Um, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica what, fan? Smith. You believe the answer to the question, who coaches the Utah State Aggies women's basketball team, is Jessica Smith. Playing the odds. Is their last name Smith? The odds, technically, is that their name would be Muhammad. But... But I love that this is your guess. <laughs> I don't know a lot of Muhammad's in women's basketball. Kayla Ard. What is that? Kayla Ard. A R D. Kayla okay. Ard. Uh, Google her maiden name. Is it Smith? <laughs> um, Lane. Ah, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so close. Also, that may be her middle name. I have no idea. Okay. I count it as a victory for Van there. Wow, so. I was super close. Do you think that Jessica Smith and Kayla Ard are super close names? Oh, you know what? Kayla and Jessica played together at their alma mater. That's what it was. That's how I got it mixed up. Can you help me remember the name of their alma mater? Can you do that for me? Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, Women's College of North Carolina. She played at Chipola. Chipotle? Chipola College is a public college in Mariana, Florida, part of the, yeah. All right, cool. Super close again. ACC school. <laughs> she, um, oh, she's on the list of degrees. So she's got one from University of Phoenix. Oh, that's a good one. Nope. Phoenix is a big city. They got to have a good college that, there. That's not, that's not correct. That's cool. They got their own college and everything. It's a really bad one. Is it? It's the worst one. Uh, well, Larry Fitzgerald seems like a really nice guy, and he pitches it all the time on commercials on Westwood One. If, so, you, if you get your degree from the School of Hard Knocks, but you live in Phoenix, is that technically getting a degree from the University of Phoenix? I believe so, yes. I believe that is accurate. Yeah. Formerly known as DeVry. Is that true? I doubt it. Bill Belichick asked Jessica Smith said today, quote, I'll always be a Patriot. I'll look forward to coming back here. But at this time, 
We're going to move on, and I look forward, excited for the future. All right. Careful claiming you're a patriot in this day and yep, age. Don't do it, it. Doesn't, it doesn't mean <laughs> what it used to mean, okay? Oh, wait, he's talking about the football team. Football team. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It's not talking about his yeah, okay. stance. Mm-hmm. So stupid. <laughs> I mean, he's – who's on Rushmore with him? On Bill Belichick? No one. Him and Lombardi? No, what? No. Him, Lombardi, Bill Walsh? Like Those guys aren't. Lombardi is, obviously. He's the meme of a coach. He's the first one. Of Noel. course, it's Lombardi's the first face. No. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, there's a couple guys. Yeah, Bill Walsh, Chuck Knoll, Vince Lombardi, and Bill Belichick. How many coaches have the uh, Pittsburgh start, Steelers have? Start, yeah. <laughs> All of the Steelers have you get a, There's a different Rushmore for the, fo- <laughs> for the four Steelers coaches in the history of the organization. They should start penciling in Mike McDaniel right now. Yeah. Right after Bill Belichick, just start putting some goofy glasses and some rolled-up sweatpants. Just put them right next to him. Hey, Marie, here's a little on-air production. You know what might be a funny bit? Can you go Jim, to, like, a YouTube and find, like, a mashup of Bill Belichick one-liners from press conferences, and we'll just listen Ooh, to edited. it at 6 o'clock, and we'll just give reaction. Is that a thing you have Did the you capacity to do? Did you say at 6 o'clock? Okay, we can't do it at 6 o'clock. Because that's Lobo oh, we're Talk. we're at 6. Possibly 5 o'clock. We go straight to Lobo Talk. You want me to find My dude, Rob best, Portnoy. You want me to find oh. best of Belichick? Yeah, there, I bet you there's a like snippet. Because he doesn't really say much. A Bill Belichick. Well, that's why it's gonna be easily. Yeah, edited. that's why it's gonna be so good. I will find it. Let me help. Let me let me help. I will assist. I love Rob Portnoy. Same. I think I hate Lobo Talk. Why, why? is that? Because all I want to do is talk about Bill Belichick all night. Oh, and they're cutting into our Belichick time. Yeah. Oh, he pu- he also is a big Steelers guy and probably wants to talk about the Steelers. Playing in the playoffs. Rob Portnoy wants to talk about the Steelers? Yeah. He's yeah, a big, the Steelers he's a big, snuck oh, in. A, Remember we gave him. He's a big Steelers guy, and he texted me, thank you, that we covered uh, that for him. He's from Los Angeles. That's not true. He's from St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Mike Grable, right? If you're going to replace him. If you don't get Jim Harbaugh. Which is, I think, is everyone's choice. No, I think that's everyone's first choice. That choice. Mike Vrabel is the perfect fallback for the New England Patriots. If he's not your number one, he's definitely your number two. You get him, you get O.J. Mayo to run the defense. I mean, that's, you're kind of set from there. Like I'm Gerard Mayo? What did I say? O.J. Mayo? Oh, that's a different guy. Yeah, Gerard Mayo. Yeah, USC Trojan legend. Put him to run Mayo. The, have him run the offense. But, Ooh, yeah, it'd be hot. Yeah, a lot of passing. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, it sounds like one to me. Is Matt Castle available to run the offense? If the Patriots should trade up one spot, get the sure, one of the sure thing quarterbacks, hand them over to Jim Harbaugh, set it and forget it for another two decades. Get you, get you a Caleb Williams. Get you a Drake May. If you're feeling frisky, go get you a, a Jaden Daniels. Hand him over to Jim Harbaugh. You're good for 20 years. If Mike Vrabel becomes the head coach of the Patriots, there'll be so many goal line plays where they throw it to linebackers. That's so sweet. Yeah. That'll be their whole, that, that's uh, the new tush push. 
As long as they check in correctly. Yeah. They, yeah. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you declare correctly, then throw it to the lineman. Did you guys um, see during um, the Lions? I'm not sure if you watched the Lions Vikings game, but they every time he checked in, they made a big noise and everyone cheered at the stadium. Off the Detroit Lions. It's very funny. It was very funny. I'm sure you guys were watching it, but if you just wanted to throw it in there. I, um, <laughs> funny you assume that. I'm just That's kidding. I know you weren't you watching it. and yeah. <laughs> It's not that I wasn't watching it. There were other, well, you know, there were other better, there were better games on at the time. Yeah, totally. And also, like, you the rest free of my ad, Free advertisement. Yeah. I'm a red zone guy. It's canceled. It's yeah. over. It ends at In the, the regular the season. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm quite familiar that there's only one game at a time from now on. I'm quite familiar. One game at a time is so boring whenever you can watch all of the games at once. Yeah. From the live chat, Sports Animal live chat, that's at Facebook.com slash TalkABQ. Um, people hate Bill Belichick. Uh, he was um, yeah. quite an elite cheater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As an Astros fan, he's just trying really hard. I can make the difference here. I can, I can see the writing on the wall. I understand the minutia. He's trying harder than everyone else. Friend of the just show. Just like my Astros were. Just like Jim Harbaugh was. Friend of the show. Trying super hard. Frequent guest, guest Ned James. He calls him Bill Belichick. Uh-huh. Yes, he does. He does not address him by his real name. The texter does not believe there is a quote-unquote sure thing quarterback in this upcoming draft. I agree with that. Well, there's never a sure thing, anything. We kind of got that feeling about a couple of them. I got a feeling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the- how often you get a Andrew Luck? How often you get a John Elway? Like, two years ago, everyone thought that was Caleb Williams with that rough year he had at USC last year. Doesn't look the same. But I, you mentioned Ned James just now. I'll mention Ned James again. He realizes that the NFL is a team sport. It takes 53 people to be successful. And you saw that from the USC Trojans. They did enough on offense to win a bunch of games last year, but their defense was garbage. You think, so Caleb Williams looked garbage. You think that John Elway's the one? Because John Elway was there for 10 years before he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but his talent was there the whole time. Ugh. Again, it takes a team. Yeah. Just because you're a good quarterback, you can't win it every year. Well, you can't win it without a good quarterback, though. Yeah. We, we've been through it. We've been down this list. Literally. Yeah, yeah. It's happened four times, I think in we've the, said. In the history of the NFL, it's happened four times. We're at the 58th one? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't apply. I think we're 11 away. <laughs> The boys are headed to the Super Bowl. We are incredibly excited about it. Van and I will be there officially. Amory's going to try to sneak in. And it's going to be the most fun I think we could possibly have. Uh, we're lined up on some fun stuff, Van. We're we lined sure up. are. So uh, we're, going to the, we're going to go and see Luke Bryan. Okay. Oh, I'm going to Google right. who that is. That's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun, oh, apparently, right. says Amory. You've, you've seen Luke Bryan? Yes, I have. Now, what does he sing? Uh, uh, you want me to play you a couple of songs? Uh, play it again is my know. favorite. It's called "Play It no, Again." We, we haven't even asked you to play one yet. Don't no, play but I'm it again. saying that's the title of the song. 
Oh, I recognize this guy's face. When, when are you guys going to see Luke Bryan? He was on one of those shows that my parents watch. Was he on, like, uh, America's Got Talent or oh, The Voice or something? Dang it, Van. I thought we were seeing Zach Bryan. That's no. the guy I was excited about. I thought we were seeing the one that does the thing with Casey Musgraves. This is a whole different dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. stupid Bud Light. Are they related? Could they both be there? I don't want to see. I don't want to see Luke Bryan. He's a good time. Oh, are you sure which one is which? I am now. I'm out on the on the Bud Light Super Bowl party. <laughs> we don't have to listen Luke to the Bryan. music. We just go hang out and have a good time. Check out check out uh, super excitable Las Vegas. I don't know either gals. of these guys. I don't know. I mean, so so anyway, so Amory, so we get a Japanese bite. country artist Zach oh Bryan. God. I like Zach Zach Bryan. I like born in Okinawa, Japan. That's wild. He didn't look Japanese. You're very correct. <laughs> Amory. Yes. Did you know you're about to share a nationality with Zach Bryan? No, I didn't. Thank you for enlightening me. So we're lined up on some things. That's the point I'm trying to get to. So we have to work all week long. We have to do Radio Road Super Bowl. That's going to be fine. We're going to meet a bunch of cool people. The lists are filling up. People are reaching out. It's that time of day. Everyone knows who's in. But here's where it gets interesting. The nightlife is just as important as the work life. That's what we're talking about here. Oh, man. they're woven together. Yes. So make sure right now you're subscribed to everything at Talk ABQ. Because mm-hmm. we make a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. go out and get weird. Yeah, yeah. Van tries to get arrested. That's yeah. a thing that yeah. has happened. Mm-hmm. Aaron Buck Burnett will be joining us at the Super Bowl as well. He's producing the program, so we're excited to have him. The whole team will be there, and we'll be doing it for you. And we're going to have a handful of really fun sponsors alongside of us, just like we did last year. All the success we had with Teller Vodka, all the success we had with Elevated, all the success we had with those individuals, including the YMCA who helped us. Where we're going this year with a new group of friends, and we're going to do our big announcement next week, and, and that's going to be a laugh. So we'll enjoy that at length. AEW called me today. They got a big show this Saturday before the Super Bowl, and they were like, hey, Fred, um, it'd be cool if you came out um, for real. It might be kind of hard to draw an audience the day before the Super Bowl. I'm sure there's a enough of an overlap in between football fan and wrestling get, fan to get people to the show get, in Vegas. Guess what event is also going to be there while we're there? What's that? Blue Live, Man Group. No, Live. Live Golf. <gasps> oh, my God. I, we went to the Waste Management Open last year at the Super Bowl, and Van had a really good time, and I thought it sucked. So maybe if we go this year to Live Golf, I'll have a really good time, and you'll think it sucks. No, I'll probably have a good time at a golf tournament. Maybe gamble with Did they with say Phil? they have beer, Amory? Is there beer? <laughs> do they have beer there, Amory? I think they does do. Yeah, what's on, the rule? Does it say on the website? <laughs> I'm going to look, but it's the Thursday through uh, Sunday at um, the Live Tour. So, Hey, don't yeah. wear shorts, dude. Say what? Just don't wear shorts. Is Van sitting here or young Jake Cassio? I'm an adult. Well, I thought that was Liv's thing. Liv's thing was they wore shorts. Um, that's not what they're known live? for. They do tournament style. Uh, they change the pace of golf. That's what they're known for. But they let their guys they, wear shorts. They lopped off a whole. Yeah, day they can of wear golf. shorts. It is Vegas. I'm t- I'm asking you to not wear shorts. Is what I'm saying. I'm not showing the world my calves until next May. I hope you know that. Like May 2024 or May 2025. Yes. Interesting. 
Earlier this morning, I sat down with WWE superstar Ricochet. It was a lot of fun because you know that WWE Super Show is coming this Sunday to the Rio Rancho Event Center. If you want to enjoy that, you can. I think all of our tickets are gone. That's my understanding. So we have all of our little suite thing is filled up. So those that are hanging out with the boys, we appreciate you coming to hang out with us. That's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. But if not, Ticketmaster.com, you can get your opportunity to get tickets for the big event at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Uh, Ricochet, we had a lot of fun, man. So we talked about his journey. Did you know this? We were born in the same hospital. Whoa. Yeah, what are the odds of that, right? So uh, so we talked a little bit about a personal life. talked a lot about his WWE life. Obviously, we talked about me owning a wrestling promotion and any advice he would give in the world of that. Uh, also, it was a real fun one. I asked him what it was like to be like every 13-year-old kid's favorite wrestler because of his size and you know style and oh, he's a little guy yeah and okay. he goes he goes he goes you know it's kind of wild that i get to be the guy that inspired me when i was a 13 year old you know and it was just Aww. yeah kind of a whole like a fun huge full circle also uh it's not his first time in new mexico so ricochet talked about uh what he enjoys most about the state when he's here so yeah it was a pretty good little sit down we'll play that right now and when we get back obviously we'll continue to be live from sadie's it's two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal Hi and hello and welcome back from the break. Thank you to everyone who's been tuned in all day. Kind of fun to step away from, you know, sports proper talk to go to sports adjacent talk. And joining us here on the program, two men on is a friend of the show, new friend of the show, Ricochet. Ricochet, welcome, brother. How are you? I'm doing great, man. How you feeling? You know, I, I never complain. I'm so fortunate. And, you know, yeah. we talked about it, me and Van talked about it a little bit before the break, just your story as a professional wrestler and, and how it's been able to take you all over the world and the world of entertainment. And you and I were talking before the interview briefly. You and I have a similar story. We were born in the yeah. same damn hospital. Like, how did this? Yeah, but this yeah I think so. And it's funny because Alton, Illinois is not a very famous town at all. So uh, no. very small. Yeah. Yeah, so how and how um yeah small business small world yeah, yeah about, about 20 minutes about 20 minutes outside of st louis missouri 40 minutes yeah. from the arch if you're that guy uh the yeah. robert wadlow fred slow and ricochet yeah like the tallest man in the world yeah so how how wild and how funny uh ricochet you and i have never crossed paths i've been so fortunate to work with wwe for a long time but we will cross paths this upcoming sunday yeah. night as it is the showdown in rio rancho tickets starting as low as $20 over there at the event center, the WWE super show. Uh, talk a little bit ricochet about obviously the travel that's required with WWE, obviously all the TV stuff and in your, your YouTube breaking moments of the Royal rumble, but talk to me about the fun of house shows, man. Talk to me about getting in front of the audience and be able to. Yeah, no, that's uh that's, that's the thing about the, the, the live events, the house shows, they are absolutely there. They are, I don't want to say more fun than than television because television, you, you you got the pyro, you got everything. So I, I don't want to say they're more fun, but man, it's just a different feeling. Uh, it's a little more intimate for sure. It's, it's just you and then the, the, the wrestlers there. So you get to see a little bit a different side of everyone because we're trying to give you guys a little extra, you know? So uh, it's, it's, it's fun, man. It really is fun. And I don't know if you've ever been to one live Watching it on TV is, is, is amazing, but being there live is, is, is totally awesome. And you get there and you be, because on TV, you you can see it and you can hear the commentators and you get that feel of being there live and seeing some of your favorite wrestlers like myself, whom, you know, 
you may not see every week on TV, but you get to see us on the weekend, me, the Bronsons, the, some of the guys you don't might not get to see, you get to see us shine. You know, I'm, you know, I would say people consider me one of the greatest high flyers in the world. <laughs> so this is your opportunity to come see me. You know what I'm saying? So, Hey, is it, is it a different high flying experience for you when you're at 6,000 feet elevation? Cause we don't have air here now yeah. the way that we have it where we grew up or where we were it born. Is, it is very, very absolutely different. I remember one time, I think we were actually in somewhere in Mexico. I forgot where we were at, sure. but it was, it was different altitude. And we had, we had this crazy match that we were going to go do. And within like two, three minutes of going, cause it was like a multi-man match. I said, what is going on? No one, no <laughs> one warned me. No one warned me. I'm warning and you I right said, now. what is going on? I am, what is I'm, I'm exhausted. And the match just started. I said, this is crazy. And then we got to the back and then they were like, oh yeah, the altitude here is a little different. So you're, I said, no one told me that. I would have, I would have did much different. Yeah. It, you know, it's a whole other world out here. I, I own the local promotion here in Albuquerque, right? I'm, I'm the yeah. owner of Duke City Championship Wrestling. It's the, it's the funnest thing in the entire state. With that said, we'll bring in guys from Texas. You know, we'll bring in, you know, we got yeah. a border war. We got a rivalry. And they get Absolutely. up here to the 6,000 feet. They're blown up. They yeah, can't. Yeah. We're like, we're, we're doing all these holds and, and people are, the crowd loves it. But it, yeah, it's a different energy. It and really is. Obviously, you've been, you've been in the pro wrestling game for a long time, my man. Uh, a million yeah, different 40 years. years. Yeah, and, and, and so many movesets and so many opponents. Um, when you are traveling throughout the country doing these things, do you find opportunity in, in fun towns like Albuquerque, New Mexico, to find local culture and spend time and experience that with your people? Yeah, I mean, I actually, I mean, me and Sam, because we travel together yeah. to a lot of the shows sometimes, you know, we go and we visit little places, especially. You know, one time we went to see the the, the Selena Memorial. We went yeah. to see the uh, she went to see the uh, the Lincoln Monument. She went to go see that. I forgot where we were at. Uh, we went to see San Antonio was a big place because you know she's a big Shawn Michaels fan, so she went yep. to go see San Antonio and see a bunch of stuff. So we we try to. I mean, not every single time, but we do try to take the time occasionally to go see something, especially. You know, we want every time we're in Chicago, we haven't yet, but we want to go see the McAllister house. You know, we want yeah. to go see. So we, we do try to make the time to, you know, see the sights. Ricochet joining us on the program. Obviously, we're talking about the big show this upcoming Sunday. It's the WWE oh, yeah. Super Show, Sunday, January the 14th. Uh, I guess the first bell's at 7 p.m., so that means the doors will open at 5. Tickets as low as $20, but you can get as close to the ring as you want, Ticketmaster.com. But, you know, friends of the show, Rio Rancho Event Center, they're doing the absolute best. They're advertising not just you, my friend, but Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins oh, yeah. and LA Knight and Gunther, and the list goes on. When you are doing house shows, do you guys get an opportunity to have a little more fun in your matches? Do you get an opportunity to say, hey, I'm I'm trying to work on some stuff with this guy specifically and of those guys how do you make those decisions together? How do you plan out how you're going to entertain at a house show? I think mostly on the on the live events, the house shows, we really try to make it more about the audience. We try to engage the audience as much as possible in, in any any chance that we can get because on television there's a lot going on. There are there's the the live there's a live audience, but there's also twenty different cameras that are mm -hmm. looking at us, and there's there's just a lot going on. So. But on the live events, you get that luxury of just being the, the audience and then the wrestlers. 
So we try to not even really focus on ourselves, but we try to focus on the audience and really have them involved as much as possible and give them the most uh, out of what they came to see. That's I think that really is the the for first match to the last match. Everyone's main goal is to really give the audience what they want because a lot of these different places you get a lot of different audiences, a lot of who like a lot of different aspects about professional yeah. wrestling. Some like the in ring, some like the the character, some like the silly stuff, some like the action. You know, so a lot of different audiences like a lot of different things. So we have to adapt and we have to be able to change, you know, change what we do to help them have the best time possible. Is it, is it like a badge for you to be every 13 year old kid's favorite wrestler? Is that a big deal to you? Absolutely. Yes. Because being a 13 year old kid who loved wrestling, who loved the rock and especially like Rey Mysterio, those were my guys uh, when I was younger. Um, but man, so now I really do. I feel like that's why I have a lot of action figures. I feel like because, yeah, you know what I mean. So, to, so to be able to be like somebody Sonic the Hedgehog, or to be able to be somebody Splash or Spider Man or something, to be able to be that is is so cool. Because I know the feeling. I know how that feels as a kid to to look up to Peter Parker or something. You know, so it absolutely means a lot. To, absolutely. Love everything about that. Joining us on the program is Ricochet, WWE superstar, coming to the Rio Rancho Event Center this Sunday. Tickets are available with your boys. You know yeah. we're in Suite 316 with the friend of the show party, so we'll be there very much enjoying, uh, yeah. start, enjoying the start of the year. All right, Ricochet, I need to. All right, you got to help me. Inside, inside pro wrestling, okay? I need some help. So uh, this upcoming weekend, not the one you're here, the following weekend, 19, 20, 21, I'm hosting panels at Comic-Con for Trish Stratus and Booker T and Kevin Nash. Okay. I need some questions. I need, I need, what is the question too sweet? What is the question you're going to ask Ricochet? If you have a chance at a panel with any of these WWE superstars. What would I? Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Let's see. I was always the kid. I was, I never went to things like that. I was, uh, yeah. I was like the, I was too, I say nervous, I guess. Um, I guess I would ask. You know, and, and to me with guys like Kevin, because and you don't know me physically, but physically I'm the size of Kevin Nash. You know what I mean? It's like when I was growing up watching yeah. pro wrestling, his style was the style I wanted to emulate. And your style was the style I was the one I'm so envious. You know, whenever you yeah. see that economy of performers, like, how do you pick their brain when you get an opportunity to pick their brain on how they approach the sport so differently than the way you do? Oh, if I if I, I ask them so, so many things, because especially because I feel like for me, all the the in ring, as far as the physical aspect goes, I feel like there's. I don't want to say so much, but it's like physically, like a body is only capable of doing what it's capable of doing. Right. You know what I mean? But like mentally, when you're in there, there's so much that goes on. <laughs> we just got a new puppy. Congratulations. This Okay. So if you're not on the live stream, which you're not, because we're pre-recording, but we'll put this on the live stream, obviously the show, but what is this puppy's name? His name's Arnold. That's perfect. That's I would Arnold. name all your pets after WWE Hall of Famers. That's the yeah. <laughs> but um, 
that's funny. But so when I, so mentally, the mental game, there's, there's so much like when I was in like, I was in Shawn Michaels class when I was in NXT and he had like Razor Ramon come in and he was just talking to us about, again, like you have to think about so much when you're in the ring. So you have to think about the audience and you have to think about your person. You have to think about Mm -hmm. everything that's going on. So there's, there's questions like that, that I try to really pick their brains about and see how they feel about that. And as far as, man, I don't know what I would ask Ricochet. I would ask him, his inspirations and what yeah. what are his what are his I don't want to say his uh his inspirations to do what he does and what made him you know all these years what made him keep going and what made him like what 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 helped I guess him keep going through all these years of trials of being again just starting at the bottom everywhere to making it to where you are now like yeah Love everything about that. We're, obviously, Ricochet's joining us on the program. We've had a lot of fun here in this segment. We've got about 90 seconds left before, you know, we got to go to the commercial. Big super show this upcoming Sunday at the Rearrangement. Oh, yeah. There'll be there'll be 6,000 people in there. You know, it's going to be it's going to be yeah, a lot they've of been fun. crazy. They've been crazy. Yeah. And, and, you know, just thirsty is the state of New Mexico and Albuquerque for pro wrestling. We mentioned earlier, and you're now aware, you know, I own Duke City Championship Wrestling. We oh, do yeah. a monthly TV show at the local theater. And we put 600 people in there every time. And it's a lot of laughs. You've been with so many promotions, Ricochet. Give me your one piece of advice. Give me your one piece of advice for a guy who's trying to create entertainment for those locally. What is the thing that makes independent promotions stand unique from others? Uh, Again, I think it's always read your audience. Yeah. Uh, But also, like, believe in your ideas. You know, obviously have the common sense and the awareness to understand what you feel like would be good and bad. But, like, if you feel like you have something believe in it and like stay and like do what you need to do to 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 help everyone else believe that idea if you have an idea that you truly believe in i think i think go for it yeah yeah what a tremendous sit down what a what a world of advice what a world of fun from WWE star Ricochet, who joined us. He'll be at the Rio Rancho Event Center this upcoming Sunday night. You can cheer or jeer him to the fullest. He will, he, I promise he'll enjoy it either way. Yeah, Final word, Ricochet, before I let you go? No, absolutely. You said it best. Yeah, please, if you if you have the time and the opportunity to make it out, it's going to be absolutely awesome. I promise you will not be disappointed. It's going to be amazing. You got to make it out, please. Thank you, brother. Whenever we get back from the break, we continue live from Sadie's. It's going to be so much fun. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.